Hey everybody, welcome back to Lighting Up the Marquee. Um, today's going to be a little bit of a weird, weird episode. Um, I also wasn't going to record uh, a discussion episode this week. Uh, if you caught my last episode, I said how I'm going to be changing the format to doing reviews and current events uh, and just doing one episode a week, uh, just so I can focus more on um, my scripts and have a couple things in the work uh, going on right now, but I feel like I feel like I needed to do this this episode. Um, I also wasn't going to talk about um, Game of Thrones, um, as many of you know. The series finale was a few days ago, um, and as I'm sure many of you know, uh, either from listening to this podcast or if you know me personally, I haven't been too crazy about the last few seasons of Game of Thrones, but. Um, I'm still a fan, like I watched it every week, but, um, I feel like I needed to make this, um, this, this episode to not only talk about Game of Thrones, but, uh, a, a topic I think needs to be addressed. Um, it's getting pretty out of control, but, um, I think I'm going to start off with, uh, giving, I'll give my thoughts on the latest season of Game of Thrones. It's not going to be too, uh, crazy, um, but there will be spoilers for uh, Game of Thrones Season 8 and Game of Thrones itself. So, I mean, if you haven't watched it or you're not caught up, just letting you know there's going to be spoilers. But I'm pretty sure everybody uh, in the world who has access to the internet knows every spoiler to Game of Thrones. But um, I'm going to give my thoughts about it. And then um, I'm going to give my thoughts about the topic of toxic fandom. Um, I think it's becoming too much of a problem it's it's always been a problem but even more so more so now and in the last few years it's gotten a little out of control um but with that being said um honestly i can describe my whole experience watching game of thrones season eight in one word and that word is disappointed um as many i'm sure as many of the other fans of game of thrones are um this last season wasn't too great. Um, that's mainly for me, and I think a lot of other people, due to the writing of the show. Um, the writing was very rushed and very, um, at least for me, I felt very inconsistent. Um, and by inconsistent, I don't mean that each script was like, one was great, one was kind of lackluster. I mean, inconsistent as in the writers themselves forgot about plot points or character motivations or even um uh again plot points from like uh previous seasons they would lead up to something and then completely forget about it or not address it ever again and in particular this last season they would uh rush things so i know a lot of people weren't crazy about uh daenerys turning evil um and a lot of the character arcs that were initially being let up uh they changed and made like twists out of them i was fine with a lot of the direction this season was going in however i felt a lot of it wasn't earned um just because again this last season was rushed the last two seasons in particular because i believe last season had eight episodes um, it all just felt rushed. So there was no buildup and no satisfying payoff. Um, 
So when these moments happened, and in particular when Danny um, went full villain and burned down King's Landing, I felt really nothing from it. It was very predictable that she was going to go in that direction, but um, the impact wasn't there. So when I watched it, I wasn't um, impacted by it, basically. I'm trying to think of a better word to, to describe it. What, what? Yeah, there is a word for it. Like I'm not trying to just keep saying it didn't impact me. It's um, Well, I think that's going to be the best way to describe it, is that um, when she turned villain, I wasn't... Uh, uh oh no there is a word it's on the tip of my tongue bear with me um and it's not invested i wasn't i was invested but it wasn't to the full uh capacity of it um moving on so when when that moment happened it didn't uh hit home for me i was like all right she turned villain but then even that's in the second to last episode and then the very last episode, she does nothing. She gives one speech and then walks to the Iron Throne, doesn't even sit in it, and then Jon Snow kills her. Um, and I felt that would have been a great... Uh, that would have been a great moment in Game of Thrones. Uh, not only, like, the show itself, but, like, a great moment in, like, TV history as Game of Thrones has proven to have some of the best moments in television history where... Um, when Jon Snow kills her, it's just like so rushed and so quick that one, it's predictable Two, there was no real build up to it. And it was a moment where as a fan, we're just wondering like, why didn't you do this four episodes ago? Um, a lot, like even the conversation he has, uh, Jon Snow has with Tyrion, um, like Tyrion's telling him everything that essentially the fans have been saying for weeks but John's like, no, I love her, and she's gonna be a great queen. And it's like, no, dude. Like, they turned Jon Snow into. They turned. Here's the thing. They turned John into an idiot. They turned Tyrion into an idiot. They turned Danny into an idiot. All these like great characters who were smart in the book. Um, they've pretty much like ruined their characters, and it's all due to the writing. Like, I'm not saying the actors did a bad job. All the acting is still fine. Uh, the visuals, for the most part, are spectacular. All the visual effects are great. Um, that's the thing about Game of Thrones. It's I don't think it's one of the best shows ever made, but I do think it's one of the best produced and um, definitely shows what TV can do once you give it like a great budget. But uh, it's definitely more of an entertainment uh, show rather than art. And I know a lot of people are saying how like it's like very smart and compelling um which the books are so the first couple seasons it is but once they strayed away from the books it's not that great once they had to create their own original substance they basically took a lot of things that were in the book either foreshadowing or leading up to and either threw it out the window or just you know completely rushed it um and i've heard rumors about it so I'm not going to sit here and say um, these are all facts. These are all things I've heard, things I've read. Um, and this is also not going to be me ranting about season eight, because as we're going to get into my topic about toxic fandom, I'm going to address what's been going on. Um, I also was predicting that the series finale of Game of Thrones would be one of the worst in television history. Now... 
I will say my prediction was wrong. I don't think it was one of the worst finales ever. However, I do think it was one of the most disappointing finales of all time. Um, besides the fact that they left a water bottle in the series finale, two episodes after they already left the coffee cup um, in one of the shots, they leave a water bottle in one of the shots in this episode. Um, a lot of the choices they make didn't make sense. Um, characters like Bran, who have really done nothing this whole season, not even this whole season, a lot of the show, Bran's really done nothing. Um, they decide to make him the king. Um, and then they make Tyrion the hand to him because his punishment is he's Tyrion as a character has also been the hand of Danny for the last few seasons. And he's always been advising against Danny's decisions. So when Tyrion's being punished for treason against her, their punishment to him is to make him the hand so he can fix all the problems that she caused. It's just like, none of this makes sense. All these character choices do not make sense. Um, and I believe from what I've read, the reason this, these last few seasons have been rushed is because I heard a rumor that HBO offered David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, I believe that's, yeah, David Benioff and uh, D.B. Weiss, uh, they offered them 10 seasons of Game of Thrones. And they said, no, we're just going to wrap it up. Uh, we don't need, we don't need uh, 10 seasons. This is a 73-episode show, um, which is not, because you could have done all this. If you would have made season 8 and season 7 10 episodes long, and ended season eight on um, Danny, like building up to Danny being evil, and then maybe give it another season of like seeing her divulge into this ultimate ultimate villain, even worse than like Cersei and any other villain we've seen in Game of Thrones. Um, would have been such a better character arc and would have been more compelling to watch than just seeing that's all they did in these last few seasons is they were just like, we're going to give all the fans the battles. We're going to give them all the, the fight scenes, everything we think they want to see because people were complaining in the earlier seasons about all these slow uh, moments where characters were talking, but that was like, you need that because that makes it interesting. It, it builds the world. It builds the relationship between all these characters. When you just show these characters, in situations and battles without building it up or giving us context, then what's the point of us watching them? Why should we care about them? Why when Danny turns evil, like, yeah, we know she's going to turn evil, but what's the stakes? You're not giving us any real stakes to be invested. If you're not going to build it up, if you're just going to show us cool spectacles, you're going to show us a dragon burning a city down. Like it visually looks cool, but what's what are the stakes what why should we be invested why should we care it's just very very disheartening to see two showrunners and two head writers of the show basically basically this whole last season was just a middle finger to all the fans i'm guarantee it was basically the other rumor i heard was they rushed this because they were offered a trilogy of star wars films and they're like, all right, we're done with Game of Thrones. We're moving on to Star Wars. So let's pretty much just, you know, shit this last season out so we can move on. And it's very disheartening. Um, I was even talking to somebody about season eight, how it feels very much like a... I also heard George R. R. Martin, I don't think has been a consultant with them since the books, uh, since they caught up to the books. He's been giving them notes and everything um, as to where... He's envisioning the story to go with his books because he's still writing them and finishing them off. Um, 
as to how much information he's given them, it's not really clear. Um, I heard he give he gave them what the ending will be, um, but it just feels like they did the Spark Notes version of it, where he told them what the ending was going to be, and they're like, "All right, cool, yeah, we'll get there," and just rushed it. And like that's the biggest. Those are the two biggest words I can say to describe these last few seasons: is rushed and disappointing. So, that's like my ultimate take on Game of Thrones as a show. I'm a fan of it. I was disappointed. But I'm moving on with my life. And that's what I want to get into with today's topic, actually, is toxic fandom. So, like I said, I'm disappointed with the last season, but I'm not letting it, like, dictate my life. I'm not letting it bog me down. I don't... Game of Thrones is over. I don't give a shit about it anymore. I'm moving on to other things. Um, uh, Like Barry. Again, Barry came after Game of Thrones, um, their season finale. Um, which was way better of a finale than Game of Thrones was, but not to compare, but if you also haven't seen Barry, please go check that out. That show is amazing. Uh, both seasons, in my mind, are perfect examples of comedy and tension and suspense and drama. Um, both seasons, I think, are two perfect seasons, and I'm very excited for season three, but um, I want to talk about the toxic fandom of Game of Thrones. Now, I was researching this a little bit, and I believe toxic fandom uh, really kicked off when Star Wars The Phantom Menace came out. Um, That's what I was reading a little bit as to where it all, you know, it's really only been a current topic uh, really within the last 20 years, honestly. Um, uh, So toxic fandom, I'll just read the definition that I looked up, is... Uh, toxic fandom is when this becomes a bad thing, which can happen in a myriad of ways. Usually toxic fandom involves not just obsessiveness, but becoming a danger to others in some way, or just really mean and intolerant toward people the toxic fans disagree with. I believe I talked a little bit about this on Nick's podcast. Uh, here's my take when I was uh, a guest on there. I was talking about either, I was talking about it on his podcast or my podcast that I think, Rick and Morty fans, um, I think I said Rick and Morty fans and Star Wars fans are the worst fan. Oh, I said Twenty One Pilots, but that's music, so we'll leave that out. But I said mainly Rick and Morty fans and Star Wars fans are the worst fan base. Uh, and like, I'm not saying that because I'm not a fan of them. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, and I'm a huge fan of Rick and Morty. However, in the case of I'm going to go with Star Wars. In the case of Star Wars. Um, you either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground. And when it comes to Star Wars, uh, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. That's like the quote that's been going around for years. Um, and it's, it's becoming a problem. (laughs) I'm going to get, I'll bring up examples of Star Wars, but to get to Game of Thrones, this last season has been so bad in the eyes of their fans that there's a petition going around that uh, fans of Game of Thrones want them to remake season eight. Why? There's the, these petitions about we need season eight of Game of Thrones remade. We need Star Wars The Last Jedi to be stricken from the uh, the canon. You need to retcon it. We need We need you to remake it because we didn't like it. It's so stupid. Like, get on with your life. Like, I get, I get 
that you're a huge fan of these properties and like i do agree that movies do have this like movies and shows have this impact on people where it connects with people on a much deeper level than just surface value entertainment and art but when it i think it when it becomes controlling your life that you expect it to do something like and it what i mean is you you yourself expect it to do something for you or you expect them to do something and they don't that you get so upset by it that you that these fans quote-unquote fans will write letters to the actors or make petitions to have them remake it have the showrunners create it uh and have them remake it are you really a fan or are you just trying to are you trying to dictate uh dictate something that's out of your control just because you weren't pleased with how it turned out um i mean it's it's a weird topic to talk about but it's like this is it's becoming such a problem that it's honestly becoming gross and like i've even told people like i'm a fan of rick and morty but i don't want to like i don't know it's like i don't want to I feel like kind of ashamed to show that I'm a Rick and Morty fan or a Star Wars fan because of the level of toxic fandom in these communities. Um, that I don't know. It's weird. And as like a filmmaker or like quote unquote filmmaker um, and someone who wants to create uh, films for people, it's kind of like a scary world to be going into. Um, it's like I know even with Game of Thrones, I was seeing like there's these videos going around that the actors are like when they're being interviewed about season eight, all of them really aren't giving straight answers or have like worried looks on their face. Or when people are like, can you describe season eight in a word? And they're all just like, it's going to suck. Um, and all these fans are like, even the actors knew how, how they need to remake it. If the actors knew it was bad, but it's like, um, no, it's just like, they have no control over really what the writing is of the show. They just have to go along with it. Um, but like, I was, I thought I saw an article. It's getting bad that even the actors are retaliating against the fans. Where some, to some extent, I agree with them. To some, I'm thinking they went a little too far. Um, in one case, the one I think went a little too far is Kit Harrington. Let me. I'm gonna pull up the article. Um, just to get my facts right. Um, so Kit Harrington uh, tells Game of Thrones haters that they can go fuck themselves is the title of this article um, that I'm reading I'm going to pull up the one from People Magazine because that seems like the most uh, the most reputable article but out of the ones I was just looking up it seemed like the one that uh, you know reputable <laughs> Um, so Kit Harrington told Game of Thrones haters to to fuck themselves weeks before controversial finale. Um, so this article just came out today, actually, as I'm recording this. Um, and he says he didn't care about critics' reactions back in April. Um, like, I get when you're upset with, like, people who are not happy with your show. But, like, to tell them to go fuck themselves is maybe a little too far, um, even critically. But, like... It just seems like you're being an asshole about it. Like, I don't know. 
the one case I think was um, fine, not fine, but like seemed more respectable was Sansa, uh, Sophie, not Sansa Turner. That's her character. Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa on Game of Thrones, um, called the fan reaction just disrespectful, which I do agree with. I think having the petition, which as of right now that I've been reading, it has 1.3 million signatures on it to have them remake game of thrones um i agree with um sophie turner that it's disrespectful about the fan backlash um because it's like all these like yes the writing in my mind and a lot of people's mind is the worst part about the last season but to say like to have them remake it it is disrespectful because that's the directors working on it the visual effects artists working on it the actors working on it like the whole cast and crew they put all their work into it to make it what they thought was going to be the best um the best result possible for the fans it was all out of their control because they weren't the ones writing the scripts they weren't the showrunners at the end of the day if you really want to you know, blame somebody, it's going to be the showrunners. That has to be for any TV show. It's the showrunners at the end of the day, because nothing goes by them. They have to approve everything before it goes out. So it's not the actor's faults. It's not the, it's not the crew's fault. It's really the writers and showrunners. But like, it's, it's, this is getting out of control. They did the same thing with Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, they wanted, I think fans were signing a petition to have that remade or get it taken out of the the uh, the franchise's canon. It's like, once this stuff is already made, there's really no point in going back and remaking it just because you weren't pleased with the outcome. Um, which that's, I think, the difference between a fan and the toxic fandom is a fan will can like the show and like really like the show, but like, they're not going to be so hurt by a decision that it, it controls their life. Where with toxic fandom, it's ultimately controlling their life. Like they cannot move on because the, their show or movie wasn't how they wanted it. Um, but it's like, there's other things out there beside game of Thrones. Like, yes, it's over. But, like, there are way better shows out there. Um, and it's not the first time uh, a show like this has had a disappointing disappointing ending or disappointing seasons. Uh, the only other show I can probably... Actually, there's two other shows I can think of right now that... Maybe not to the extent of Game of Thrones, but... Like, uh, Lost. Fans were disappointed with that show for seasons and even... I think still to this day, people are still split on the series finale. Um, but that was a huge show when it came out. That was probably one of the biggest... That was probably the biggest show on television up until Game of Thrones started. Um, and fans were still split about that series finale. But I i don't know if fans back then were signing petitions to have it remade. Let me check real quick. Uh, it doesn't look like they, no. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't look like fans wanted a petition signed to remake lost because the series finale ruined it for them. Um, and then the other ending I just thought of that again, isn't to the extent of game of Thrones, but the Sopranos, I think people were ultimately, at least most people were like, 
they need a definitive answer because the Sopranos ending was so ambiguous. But I mean, it's pretty obvious what happens if you were watching the show. Um, but I mean, those series finales fans weren't up in arms about having it remade because they were disappointed with it. I think it's it's so weird that people now like I'm all for people having opinions and voices. Um, but to have your expectations not met that you want something remade is just so pointless. Um, especially because George R. R. Martin has said that he's still writing the books and he's still going to end the series. Um, and that his book either, I think he just said it's not going to have the same ending as the show. Um, so if you want a better ending, just go read the books. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone else who's read the books have said they're better than the show. And George R. R. Martin even said that they had six hours to write and like finish up the series when he's going to have 3000 pages. So you can ultimately get a better ending if you want. You just got to wait for him to write the book. And then it's not like they're going to, they're probably at some point going to remake Game of Thrones eventually. Like I thought it was a cool idea. I was hearing on the H3 podcast how, um, maybe like 10 or 15 years down the road, they might do like an animated show of Game of Thrones, which I'd be totally down for once the books are finished. Um, I think that would be a really cool idea for them to to animate it. But again, most people probably won't watch that because it's all about live action now. Everyone wants to see things in live action. That's why we're getting all these live action Disney remakes that are going to be pointless. Um, and I feel like... They would have done the same thing. The same thing would have happened in the case of Toxic Fandom if Endgame came out and was just completely garbage. Like, it ruined the landing of the 22 movies. If that movie was bad, there would be so many fan petitions to have them remake it. Um, it's literally, if you're not happy with something or if it's not meeting your expectations, they're going to want you to remake it. Um, I also was just reading an article how um, the same thing just happened when Robert Pattinson got casted as uh, Batman. Like people kept comparing him to being in Twilight, how he's not able to be Bruce Wayne because he's from Twilight. But they did the same thing with Ben Affleck when he was cast. They did the same thing to Michael Keaton, did the same thing to Heath Ledger. You just can't satisfy everyone. Um, I think that's, I, I, that's, I think like a big issue with society today is like, everyone's trying to please everybody but at the end of the day, you can't satisfy an entire group of people. Like, if you all have the same opinion, then what's the point of having an opinion? Like, you know what I mean? It's, we have opinions for a reason. That's why we have discussions. That's why we have debates. You can't please everybody. Just because you're not pleased with something, don't try to change something. Or don't try to change someone else's view because you didn't like it. You know what I mean? I mean... Yeah, don't try to change someone's view because it's not the same view you have. Like, you can have the debate, have a discussion, and, you know, you can meet each other at a middle ground. You probably still won't agree with each other, but at least you'll have a better understanding. To try to completely change someone's opinion or to have someone... To have something remade completely because it didn't you didn't agree with it is completely pointless. And it's not going to solve anything at the end of the day. Um yeah this like i said i wasn't planning on recording an episode talking about 
like Game of Thrones or anything at all. I was just going to leave it at that. But I felt like this is a topic that needed to be discussed. Um, and hopefully somewhere throughout my rambling in this episode, um, you all listened or maybe got a better understanding of wh- where I'm trying to come from. Um, I mean... I would love to have people on and talk about this as well, get like better perspective and understanding about it. But like, this is my show. This is my opinion. Hopefully with you guys listening, you guys understand my opinion and get a better understanding of where I'm coming from. Um, and that way we can all, you know, have a discussion. Let's have a discussion about this, have better understanding, better perspective. Um, and just talk. This is, that's the scary thing about this world and that's like one of the biggest fears for me going into this like industry is um having my voice change because it didn't agree with your voice that's like a biggest that's one of my biggest issues going into the industry and that's one of my that's one of my like anti hollywood mindsets is that my vision will be changed because it didn't meet a quote-unquote focus group or demographic but hopefully somewhere throughout this rambling you guys learn not learn something but you know took some notes and maybe we'll maybe we'll have your own conversation that's the whole point of this is i want you guys to think about it and uh formulate your own opinion and you know talk about it talk about it with other people um but yeah uh thought it'd be like i said wasn't gonna make this this episode of the podcast but i felt it was something that needed to be addressed um but yeah it's gonna this podcast is gonna go back to just being the one episode a week for the meantime because like i said i'm trying to focus on my scripts and get things in the works but um if i have an episode like this again um like i said you'll you'll see it you'll hear the announcements on our social media pages um but yeah that's gonna do it for just this little impromptu uh discussion episode um we'll be back this weekend with reviews of as of right now aladdin and brightburn um hopefully i can see book smart but if i don't at least i'll have those two movies and uh then we'll have current events at the end of the week but that's going to do it for today. Thank you all for listening. Uh, to stay up to date with the show, uh, go over to our Facebook and Instagram pages at light up the mark at lighting up the marquee. Um, if you want to send an email over us over to us to have like a discussion recommendation, I think I want to make an announcement on the Facebook and Instagram page that I kind of want to do like questions. Um, so if you have any questions that you want me to answer on the show, um, send it over to our email at lightupthemarquee at gmail.com. Uh, I feel like that'd be something interesting to do, uh, answering uh, people's questions. It's a way for me to engage with all of you who listen. Um, I feel like it'd be fun just to have another thing to add to the weekly episodes. But uh, again, thank you all for listening. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um yeah see you guys this weekend i'm your host tim martin and this has been lighting up the marquee